What are you listening to? What's what? that? It's, it's Oregon music, idiot. What do you what? think it is? It's not baseball season. The Cardinals are are done for the year. Why are you listening to that? But it is, man. It's, we got the playoffs. It's football we're, season. We're, we're, we have a podcast to do. What are you doing? Figure it out. You're so mean to me. Well, okay, we're okay. We're okay. I'm done. I'm done. See okay. you in a bit. In a bit. Welcome to the Vietnam Fantasy Football Talk Podcast. And now, here are your hosts, the two G's, Mark and Drew. All right, buddy. G2, uh, G1. episode five. Yes. And welcome. And now that we got the baseball thing behind us, <laughs> uh, we can turn our attention to football. So, yeah, this is episode five. We're, we're were semi-professionals or yeah, professionals? Clearly professionals. We had 21 listens. What? That's a record. I was worried that maybe we might be taken off the air. That's more by, than twice by, our league size. That's exactly. <laughs> and I do want to give a special shout out to Bill Dickinson. He's the founder and president of Osage Food Products in Washington, Missouri, and he helped to get us to that 21 level. So he's very Thanks, com- Bill. Very very complimentary. So we need to take care of business, right? Yes, we do. We are am- <laughs> we do. We are amateurs. <laughs> we make mistakes. Right, I didn't say we're professionals. <laughs> yeah, we we we're rookies, so give us a little bit of slack. So last week, I thought we did a really cool segment. Oh, we did. We killed it. Who can't we live without? And in our excitement, we we lived without Landon. Our exuberance, we and so I when I found out about that, I about had a stroke. Landon, I, we are so sorry. Oh gosh! Again, we apologies. So right at the top of the show, we're going to find out who can Landon not live without. Okay, so on Landon's team, there's two guys. That's that tough. It's tough it's one. kind of a tough toss up. Typically, you wouldn't say a quarterback, right? But gosh, Ryan's been putting up points this year. He's, he's a beast. He's Ex- quarterback what, ranked number two, except for week number one. Except for week number one, he had a he had a, he had a week, fourteen right? point flop against Pittsburgh. So I mean, but you know, not the greatest. But like he's been putting up so many points, he had forty points that one week. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's 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 for somebody we won't mention their name that was half their points from right. a week ago this right. past week right and then the other guy that i definitely look at i know landon loves him is uh zeke elliott he's he hasn't put up say like you know big 20 point 30 point games he every had, week we but had one game against the lions 34 one, points right 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 other than that, he's been scoring in the high teens, so very consistent. Like he, he's in the lineup, and Landon will know that he's going to score. I mean, look at the Cowboys' offense. They don't, although they had a great game last week. But Zeke is the the number one guy to go to there. G two. There's another way to look at approach this question. What if he doesn't have Zeke? Who does he replace him with? He doesn't have a whole lot of choices. He doesn't have a lot of choices there. Now, with the quarterback, yeah, I mean, you're not going to get the same points. Right. But you got some replacements out there. But with Zeke, man, good good luck. You go downhill with the running back choices. Well, we are talking about choices, sports, teams. Let's talk about Week 6 recap in G2. You take it away. Three teams put up big points in week number six. In the matchup of the week, Team Ball scored an impressive victory over Acme Pack, 167-162. Lane in stat of the week, 31 points from his defense and kicker. Wow. 
Who says you can't turn the ship around? Team Miller scored his third consecutive win by upsetting Mr. Wright, 176 to 117. Joe Ryan was looking up all day to the likes of Saquon Barkley and Tyreek Hill, who piled on 77 between the two of them. Well done, Anthony. MLB Baseball still says he has the worst 5-1 team in fantasy football. G1 defeated the Deflator Gators 170-129. Asked how he felt after winning. He was pouting that Team Miller outscored him. Team Stump and East Dakota Community College both had bounce-back weeks. Drew Squad put up on the Need to Breeze Hard Knockers 150-188. Sorry, 288, not 188. While Drew is developing a bromance with Sony Michelle and Tyler Boyd, Thomas needs OBJ to shut up and put up. Big numbers, that is. And finally, Team Stump kept your mom's hot yoga class from their first victory. Jacob scored 149 to Dylan's 80. Did you say G2 288? <laughs> I want that team. I wouldn't mind 288. I want yeah. that team. Sorry about that. So last week was like watching a NASCAR race <laughs> at times, oh, neck man. and neck for some teams. Uh, any game that stands out from last week? Uh, are you referring to an NFL game or one of our matchups? Uh, I could be both, sir. Monday night uh, was fun. Sunday night was probably the game of the week. Wow. Chiefs and Patriots. Sad, oh, sad to goodness. see the Chiefs lose that game. Happy to see Michelle did well for me. <laughs> yeah, did, did your heart start beating yeah. again after the game was over? Yeah, that was a tough one. But, yeah, great game, 43-40. to 40. Gosh, that's a lot of points. Now, we mentioned at the top of the show that we are rookies – and this we're new. We're not producers of any kind. We're just two guys just having a little fun. Maybe one and a half. Uh, behind the mics. And we thought of this great segment. After, after the fact. After the fact. After the show is over. So I said, hey, G2, I think it would have been really cool to pick the game of the week. Because as I was looking at last week's games... I thought, man, I, I have an idea for a game of the week. Right. Uh, I wanted to maybe think about upset because I already had an upset in mind. And then I, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, I can't say Dylan, this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but we, we also, between the two of us, we were curious, will Dylan get his first win? And then we also talked about who would get the most points. So we thought, looking back, we wrote these down ahead of time, and you're just going to have to trust us, Vietnam Nation. Trust us that we did write these down. So our game of the week, who did we pick for our game Landon of the week? Landon and Chris. And did we nail it? We did. We nailed it. It was, a, we, it was a great game. Chris almost came back at the end. He did. He did. He, uh, he His quarterback, uh, Aaron Rodgers, just just to finish a few points. If he had had one of those, uh, there's one play where a touchdown pass was ruled a, a rushing touchdown. That puts him over. That would have been made it really, really, really close, and then maybe Chris would have just been more mad. <laughs> and the upset, you and I got this right. Right. We, we, now, Jacob, nothing against you. You're a great guy. You're a great player. But, you know, Mr. Miller had momentum. Yes. And so we thought, you know, there's a possibility he could pull this one out. And he did, didn't he? Yeah, Miller over Stump. We called it. Now, the next question, will Dylan get his first win? We both said no. (laughs) And Dylan, I'm sorry, but you didn't win. It wasn't what we said. It was how we said it right. Yeah. And then finally, most points, we thought, we both thought it would be Stump. Yes. And we were... Wrong. Wrong. Uh, Chris, Chris, man, that yeah. guy was smoking. I mean, he just had an incredible 
now, week. The weird thing about that is that we chose the upset as Miller over Stump. <laughs> but <laughs> but <laughs> chose wait, the wait, most wait, points wait. for Stump. But wait a minute. You did. I did. You did. Yeah, so again, we're right. amateurs. I want to get that right. <laughs> okay, so that leads to now we're going to get this right. Now we're going to ask the same questions going into this upcoming week, week number seven. So you and I both are going to answer the question, right. what is this week's game of the week? And by the way, you all out there listening in podcast land, you might even be thinking, who is the game of the week? But G2, who's your game of the week for week seven? I got MLB Baseball and uh, Team Miller. Because? Because you're the best team standings-wise. Lucky, lucky, lucky. <laughs> And Anthony's on a huge hot streak, so I think it could be a bit of a clash here. Do you know Anthony's won three in a row? Yeah, he's he's killing it with his Chiefs players in Saquon Barkley. Oh, and three, three, and three. Right. So, Dylan, right. don't give up. And G1, what do you got for Game of the Week? Well, you may disagree, but I know you can't always look at the projections, the ESPN projections, but we've got JB and Chris kind of neck and neck. And I, I, you know, in my opinion, every week JB goes in every week as a potential to win. We played each other last week, and even though I got lucky, Ebron had a great, fantastic Thursday night the week before. Right. I kept having to look over my shoulders like, man, he's catching up. He's catching (laughs) up. He's catching up. And every, I think JB is one of those teams where every week he has a chance to win. So I'm not going to say this is a must-win week for Chris. He needs to win. He should win a team that's that's under 500. But on the other hand, I don't want to be playing him. So I, I think that's going to be an I, that's, that's my game that's of fair. the week. That's fair. I like it. So the upset was a little bit tough to pick. Uh, Who did you pick for your upset? So I chose uh, Thomas's team over. Uh, over Joe Ryan's team here. That would be three losses in a row for him. It would be. And, He'd uh, be upset. Th- yeah, Thomas had a really rough week last week. A lot of his players He took it uh, on the busted. chin. Yeah, and he, I think I think it's a bounce-back week for him. He didn't him. even crack 90, No, he did didn't. He? It was rough. Poor guy. I liked it. I like him a lot. Keep in company with Dylan down there in the in the sub-hundreds. You'll know why I think I think highly of him <laughs> coming up. You, yeah, th- this is just a... The, you've got to stay tuned. This is going to be good. I, I really like this guy. What What do you got for uh, upset? You know that that was tough. I went with I I when you told me that that was my first that was my first thought. But I'm still I, I don't know. Again, it could be JB over Chris. Okay, so I like that. that. That's that's my that's right. who I'm going with. <sighs> I'm going to take. I'm, I'm, I need a. Ask the audience on this one. <laughs> most, most points. points. Most just points. roll a die. Pick a pick a number out of a hat. Gosh, it's so hard. I just just to throw it out there because I already mentioned Thomas as an upset. I'm going to pick him as most points for the week as well. Uh, I, hey, I'll go with that. Sounds good to me. <laughs> okay. The, the reason we're kind of chuckling here is Dylan. Does <laughs> does Dylan win his first game? Yes or no? I predict. Well, let me consult with my people real quick. <laughs> Your people? My people say no. Your people say no, and I hate to say this, Dylan. We love you, man. We, we've we've done movies together. We we've taken you out again, <laughs> and, and again, we really like you. But sorry, dude. Yeah, <laughs> Land, Landon's on a ball here, and I think he's going to roll over you. Uh, oh God, and that's another guy. I do not want to be playing right now. So, Dylan, the answer is no. 
Well, we've got a new segment coming oh up. Oh, boy. <laughs> and what did I ask you to do? Uh, you asked me to to check with the commissioner and see if he wants to give some weekly insights. It's the commish. The commish. I apologize. The commish. And he's going to give us some weekly insights every week. And he has a segment prepared for us for this week. Welcome to the dish with the commish. Hey guys, welcome to the dish with the commish. It's your commissioner Thomas here. And I am so excited to bring you the newest segment of the Vietnam Fantasy Football Podcast. Each week, I'm going to bring you a little fantasy advice or something that's been on my mind, all while having a snack, because it rhymes. So this week, I've got Bark Thins snacking chocolate for my dish, and it's dark chocolate with pretzels and sea salt, and they are delicious. I highly recommend heading over to Target sometime and picking some up for yourself, advertising pending. So this week for fantasy news, let's head over to the top tip of the week. Is a tip from the top. So this week, my top tip is just to remember to have fun. Sometimes it's really hard whenever you start a defense that finishes in the negative right after you dropped another one that finishes with 20-plus points. Sometimes it's hard when you watch multiple players end up with no catches, no rushes, no yards of any kind, and somehow they still fumbled. All this to say, fantasy football is about having fun, and it's important to remember that at the end of the day, it's a game where we make imaginary teams with players that we've never met and we don't know. So enjoy fantasy, enjoy playing this together, and good luck to everyone for the rest of the season. Thank you for listening to The Dish with the Kamish. Ta-ta! <laughs> what the heck did I just listen to? <laughs> I loved it. Wow. That, that our ratings <laughs> are going to skyrocket. Are going to skyrocket. And you're making me this. hungry. I need to pick yeah. up I need to pick up some uh, dark chocolate and pretzels. It's really good. I want I can't wait to see what it's going to be like next week. <laughs> wow. Very so, impressive. So, speaking of the commish, what are the in your opinion, what are the ratings or what do people think of the current commissioner in the NFL right now? Typically, Ro- Ro- Roger Goodell, t- right? Roger Goodell. Typically, people have a less than satisfactory opinion of him. But is, is that the way we have think about Thomas? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> no, just kidding. Well, we we thought we thought now that the commish has spoken and his dish. We thought it might be appropriate for us to talk about rules that we don't like. What do you got, G1? Take these rules and shove it. Well, I got to thinking, of course, we got the baseball theme going on this week. So I got to thinking, we are in the waiver wire. uh, I'm trying to think of the words I want to use. I mean, we are, this is waiver wire mania starting maybe about two weeks ago. So yeah. maybe, so week one, yeah, who cares about the waiver wire? Week two, but now that we got the buys, we got the busts, we got the people who aren't playing well, we got the, we're, right now we're just wanting to clear out some of the dead wood on a roster. So now all of a sudden the waiver wire is really, really important. And of course, what do we read about on every every website? Uh, waiver wire picks for the week. Waiver wire picks for the week. So here's my opinion, 
Here's my opinion. 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 Okay. My opinion is every week, every week, the waiver wire order should start with the person in last place. Are you saying that you want Dylan to have a chance at winning a game? Yes. (laughs) Well, not just that. If you look at, for instance, Major League Baseball, in Major League Baseball, when a player is put out on waivers, put on waivers. So I've heard that every Major League Ball player, even even uh, Mike Trout, is put on waivers. I mean, every play, just everyone is put on waivers throughout. Uh, I guess after the trading deadline or up to the trading deadline, the person who gets to take a stab at them is the last place team, and it goes in that order. So it always goes in that order, the last place team, and then the next worst worst team, and then the third worst team. So I just think it makes sense is every week it starts all over, whoever is in last place, then in ninth place, and, and so on. So the person in first place is the last person on the waiver wire or right. what do you think of that not a bad idea and i mean it's pretty similar to how we then do our our draft picks at the beginning of the year exactly you know, the team that got last place they get to pick first and i'm in a league uh another a different league than this one where that is how it oh, works they do that and what, what league is that that's is my it? nfl league that oh, I'm in. nfl league now for instance does espn allow does their technology allow for that i have not explored that that's a good question so Thomas, excuse me, excuse me. I want to be respectful. Commish, reverent, commish. Uh, you've heard us. The G twos have spoken. Give us your thoughts. <laughs> Give us your thoughts on that, and I'm sure we may hear that next week, uh, along with the dish that he has to uh, talk about. Well, what's that noise? What, what is- I didn't, uh, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't. I We don't use that hotline it was phone just, number. It was just in case. Well, pick it up. Pick it up, G2. Uh, hello? Hey, this is Dylan's grandmama, and you boys just think you're cute. Well, let me tell you, my Dylan is special. You talk about him having no wins. Well, now, he's a fine, fine boy. You better believe it. He's a fine, fine boy. Dylan, you listen to your grandma, my hang in there, sweetie. Everything will be just fine. That's all I have to say. So you can go back to your little cute show. Oh, my. Dylan, I'm sorry. Goodness. We just can't help it. You're, you're oh, too easy to make fun of. I All in love. I, I promise. I feel embarrassed. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm just beside myself. <laughs> no words. Did you know she was going to call? No idea. No idea. No idea. That wasn't part of our segment. That's kind of embarrassing. We, I mean, we're professionals. Yeah. This, this, yeah. Is, this is going out we're all across amateurs. the world. Oh, well. Oh, well. Hey, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> what uh, do we got? Surprises, surprises and busts. So, in your opinion... For this year so far, uh, we've been through we've been through six weeks. Who are the biggest surprises in terms of performance? Yeah, I got I got three here for surprises. Patrick Mahomes at quarterback, a rookie quarterback 
in the top five of all quarterbacks, fantasy points wise. Now, someone could someone could say, "No, wait a minute. He was bound to be good." But, but I think most he, ro- okay. You can go back to say Robert Griffin the third, his rookie season, and he took the Redskins to the playoffs. But it's really hard to be a quarterback your rookie year and do what he's doing. So that's why I have him, have him on that list. So um, you're saying he's yeah. a little bit better than? Is it Josh? Rosen, Josh. Yeah, I think he's a little better than Josh Rosen. <laughs> we're referring to last night's. Oh my god, dismantling. Woo. Oh my goodness. So yeah, I I agree with you. He, okay. he, I mean, he's getting a lot of uh, getting a lot of press. A lot of people talking about him. I mean, he's on everyone's favorite fab right. list. Right. So I that, I think that's a good call. Next on the list, I'm going to go with Eric Ebron at tight end. He had a lot of years with. Detroit, Detroit, where he was expected to be this high score, you know, really talented guy. What happened? And I don't have enough expertise to, to answer that question. I don't know if it's because he just wasn't playing well, or if he, the targets that he did receive weren't good throws yeah, from that, Stafford. That team is loaded, aren't they? Yeah, they did have a lot of other options, but just not what he was expected to do. And then over here at uh, Indianapolis, he's he has a quarterback who likes to throw to the tight end. And has done so successfully. And, and also, he had another tight ahead. end yeah. that, that's injured, right? Yeah, Jack Doyle's injured right now, so Ebron's, you know, taking all the, the target share there. Right place, right time, new scenery, yeah, perhaps. Yeah, definitely helping for him. And you got another guy on your list. Yeah, I hate talking about my own team, uh, but I, I have to say Tyler Boyd has to be on this list because he wasn't even on anyone's radar in... Well... Well, he was on mine. I mean, <laughs> like at the beginning of the season. Not at the beginning. At the beginning correct. of the season, no one even drafted him. Uh, in the NFL-wise, uh, John Ross actually was the guy that was expected to kind of pick it up this year for the Bengals. Good point. And then it ended up being Tyler Boyd. And he's, after this first part of the season, he's he's wide receiver 13. And so he's, he has more points than Odell Beckham Jr. or uh, Mike Evans. Like those are superstar players, and he has more than them. The bus? Now, actually, I don't know the players okay. like you do. Okay. Because remember, I'm the baseball <laughs> guy, not, not the football guy. The bus actually had a name for you. Yeah, you did. The Fitz. Fitz Larry Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. And oh, I, I, I had him last year on my team, and I traded him this year. I was a little, I mean, I like him. You got the hair thing going on and <laughs> never gets hurt. But I would have to say he's been a bust. Now, is that his fault or the team's fault? I have to say that is not his fault at all. Uh, he's a product of a rookie quarterback who's, I mean, what can I say? He's, it's a, It's been a rough season, and he's... Has a lot of learning to do, and uh, in the past, I think Fitzgerald has had some of the same issues with new quarterbacks coming in, and he has experienced that before. Can you imagine him playing for New Orleans? Oh my gosh! Or for with or Tom he li- Brady? He lines up in the slot, and so that'd be great in New Orleans. You know, right alongside Michael Thomas. But obviously, we can't. Not going to happen. Adam but. Thielen does not have big numbers on that team. I don't right. care who you put no, on that no team. One. No one. So you've got another person. I think he's a good call. Yeah. Who is Again, it? I'm sorry to talk about my own team here, but gosh, Jordan Howard, he frustrates me so much. He was drafted, uh, you know, ESPN wide as a widest, you know, top 15 running back. And he's in the 40s, you know, after six weeks. Like that's. That's not acceptable. And That's not starting material. This the talking heads they would have they would agree with you. Yeah. They they'd have him on on your list as, as well. We have a reoccurring segment. I enjoy doing it. I learn from it. Again, one of the reasons yeah. we had this podcast allow me to ask questions, learn from you. And so one of the reoccurring segments is looking at a, someone's team and just kind of 
when I say cutting apart, we don't mean that seriously. We're just going through it, and this week's team is JB's Deflator Gators. And, G2, I'm going to let you jump in. Just just start with uh, Matthew Stafford. Yeah, uh, Stafford is a great quarterback for him, um, for the most part. I, the rank doesn't show necessarily how good he is. He has had a bye week, so that he had a bye week a little bit. Um, he has some very talented wide receivers, so you can't. I would say Stafford isn't someone that, um, you're that not, definitely you're not, hurts his team at you're all. You're not going to lose yeah, because he's of good. yeah. yeah I fine. I like him. And two two big guys stand out for me on his team, and that's McCaffrey. I want and, him. And Julio. Those, <laughs> I I want yeah, him. Those are definitely his superstars, and McCaffrey is uh, extremely consistent because even if he doesn't have a good running back matchup, he's going to catch balls all the time. You know, last week against Washington, I kept hearing, he's not having a good game. He's not having a good game. He got 13.6. He still got in the teens. I mean, yeah, that's a low number for him, but still. Um, So yeah, those those are definitely the, oh yeah, him and Julio. And Julio has been, he's he's really uh, been helped out by uh, Matt Ryan having such a good season this year. I want want the pleasure of reading these numbers. 28, 11, 15, 26, 11, 24. Give me a break. Not bad at all. But look how many many touchdowns he has. Typical Julio. (laughs) Uh, Right now still doesn't have a touchdown this year. Will that change? I... I hope so, now, for his sake. I need to confess, I have no idea who Tariq Cohen is. Not a he's, clue. He's someone that Jordan Howard owners don't like. <laughs> because he's he's uh, taking advantage of of getting past the ball a lot in, in, in Chicago. And he's been running the ball okay, too. So um, he's he's been slowly getting more and more touches each week. And Jordan Howard has been slowly getting less and less touches every week. And... Well, He's one of those guys that's kind of like, kind of like James White, kind of like uh, uh, Alvin Kamara. So yeah, he, he's he's pretty solid. We were playing, and I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to win that matchup against him. It was like he put up 23 points last week. Get 30 to the well the week before that, uh, before the bye week. So interesting player, uh, Devin Devin Funches. Yeah, moving down the list here, and uh, over in Carolina, he's a little bit of a, of a slow. Uh, increase in in success here. He started out as a rookie and was was highly touted, and it took him a while to get going. Uh, he had a great season last year, though, and uh, kind of carrying that over to this year. He's not doing too badly, so not not a bad guy to have in the lineup. Not necessarily a wide receiver two kind of a guy. Maybe more of a flex, but again, he's he's not bad. I do like his tight end, Austin Hooper. Now, is tell me a little bit about him. Is he is he a vet veteran? Is he young? He's a little bit of a newer guy, uh, to the best of my knowledge. I got to say, I'm I'm saying that a little bit of a guesswork. Position <laughs> rank six as of tonight. Yeah, and he's someone that I think JB picked up uh, a while back this uh, year or last. Uh, click on <laughs> click on his transactions, and we can uh, cut this out later. Uh, we can. Oh, oh he, dra- he was drafted. He okay. was drafted. Yeah, so he's been solid, and again, he's a bit of a product of Matt Ryan doing really well this year, and, you know, there's targets to, to throw around to to those receivers, and he's being helped out by that. JB, if you're tired of him, just uh, <laughs> send him our way. No, no, my, yeah. my way. My <laughs> way. Now, there's, do you know the story? I, now, I do know that Mark Ingram, he was in JB's draft last year our first year do yes. you know the story he really liked him because of where he went to college <laughs> which was uh remind me i can't remember i just know it was funny it's like 
I just it's like so typical JB. <laughs> and uh, but dog, I mean, amazing. He turns out having a really good first year. Yeah, right? he did. Even uh, even with Alvin Kamara kind of stealing the show last year, he put up top. I want to say top ten numbers still. So he comes back in. Was that the Monday night game? Or, yeah. So he yeah. comes back and scores, puts twenty one points on the board. So so good for him. We've got Michael Crabtree, a wide receiver. He's got him in the flax. To start the year out, kind of okay. Okay-ish. I think he's really starting to pick it up. He had a great game last week at Tennessee. So, um, again, he's a bit of a wide receiver, too, or a flex kind of guy, and he does have him in the flex. Here's the thing about those Baltimore Ravens, because I've got a Raven receiver on my team, John Brown. You've got several receivers. They're almost all, like, triplets yeah Bobsy twins. there's him <laughs> uh again john brown and willie sneed as well so they're it, oh yeah and he got picked up uh, i can't remember by who this week i think chris picked him up chris picked him up and he'd been on the uh waiver he'd been yeah on i had him i had him about four weeks ago dropped him just didn't have enough room for him and yeah he's he's put up consistent numbers not bad just not yeah great right so now we're we're going to skip the defense. Uh, we, we're not going to go back and look at every defense. But right now he's got the Jags uh, for his defensive. I'm assuming he's maybe streaming uh, his defenses like a lot of us are. And he has one of the uh, a future Hall of Fame kicker in, in Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker really is solid. also with uh, the Ravens. Very so jealous of him. Got a couple of uh, double-digit uh, games. Last week was a down, uh, down week with three points. So what what advice do you have if if you were JB's consultant? What advice would you have for him? Do, does he keep trying to improve this year? Is he, does he need to focus on next year? What what does he need to do? Because of the huge cluster in our league this this year, I think anyone anyone has a chance for the most part. For the most part, <laughs> minus Dylan. For, uh, but yeah, you but said that be, because of the the dy- dynamic nature of our league this year, and, and anyone being able to put up 150, 60, 170 points, JB has a great chance. And you already mentioned this as him being a, a very possible upset, you know, winner every single week. And you know, I think there's no reason to call the season a quit at all. I think the thing that would really help him out is you might know, look at his bench. There's not a whole lot of depth there. It's tough. And I mm-hmm. think I think his best strategy going forward would be take advantage of the waiver wire, find whatever you can, and and get some uh, get some nuggets there from from the free agents. Yeah, because if you look at some of the position ranks uh, on his bench, I mean, you see a lot of triple digits: one sixty three, one hundred eight, one fifty seven. And we're reading these from from bottom to, to top. Uh, he does have Jimmy Graham. That's interesting. Another tight end. He's a he's position been, he's been decent. He could almost be a play. Two, he could almost play two tight ends. That's each week. Interesting, and that leads to our next question. And this is a question I have for you, uh, G two. We just talked. You just mentioned your advice uh, to JB is be watching the waiver wires. So here's my question. We we talked about this time of the season being. Waiver wire mania. mania. What is my terminology? If it is a term, if it is a term that's used in fantasy football, what is a dynasty pick? A dynasty pick would be someone that you don't think is going to necessarily contribute to your team this year, but he has a lot of potential, and and again, the possibility of seeing increased reps, increased targets, you know, going forward into the next season or the season after that, whatever it may be. So, someone that again. May not give you production now, but in the future. 
I completely agree. And the reason I had that question teed up for our show today is because I did what I I picked up what I call a uh, a fantasy dynasty pick. And Mr. that guy, Mr. Marlon Mack, Marlon Mack. And so what I did, obviously, obviously, I don't know these players like you do or some of the other guys out there I just don't know the name. So I'm having to rely on what other people say. So when Marlon Mack's name came up, I'm thinking that all sounds good. So I looked him up and I realized why he's on the bench. Well, he's been injured. So he would have been taking up roster space. Right. So I looked him up and I also looked up when he got drafted I looked at some of his draft notes uh, from, I think he was from the 2017 draft. Yeah, last year. And I'm thinking, man, this guy looks pretty good. The only thing I don't like about Marlon Mack is he is the Delvin Cook <laughs> version. He's a uh, Delvin Cook version of the Colts, maybe. And so he, he may be someone that's going to be hard to, to stay healthy. We'll, we'll see. So I got him not for this year. I definitely got him for it. Now, if he, if he puts up some points this year, great. Don't know if he's going to be able to crack a starting lineup for me. But, he, again, he is a dynasty pick. So I think, JB, that's just something to think about is as you're thinking about some of your picks, not just for this year, think of who can you get that can help you next year. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's a wrap uh, for this week. Again, this, these shows go so, so fast. That, yeah, that, that, that's yeah, you, they do. That, that's, <laughs> I didn't know what to say. I I, I was tongue tied. You were so slow. I, I love it so much. That I just did not know what to say. You were so slow. So <laughs> next week we we got an interesting interview. We'll just keep you hanging on Ooh, that. Boy, yeah, it's, it's gonna be one. it's gonna be good. We're also gonna be challenged a little bit in this interview. So so anyway, this was episode number five, and let's see if we can't break twenty one plays so for all of you guys that are listening send it to your moms your dads your girlfriends your spouses all of them all of them. <laughs> yeah uh, send it to facebook Let, let's get to 100 plays let's do it see you next week thank you for listening to vietnam fantasy football talk with the two g's mark and drew If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating, and leave a review. 